Hey Hi. everyone, welcome to Welcome to Query. <laughs> what, well, no, that was the first time we've ever got it right. <laughs> <laughs> hey everyone, and welcome, welcome to, to the, the Query. Query. So we have a very exciting guest here today. Um, we're very excited to welcome Beverly Kills. Hi. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. We are excited to chat with you so so excited i'm excited to be here i as i heard like a, a rumor or a skerrick of information that lula the muns came on here <laughs> and made some horrible comments so i will be like putting like bits of lula the muns slander throughout the podcast i think that's fair mm. i think that's Are you fair. ready lulu watch out as you should i'm, <laughs> I'm so excited um so as per usual a few questions okay. Um, so what are your pronouns and what names do you go by and when? Um, everyone calls me Bev or Beverly. I've sort of given up on trying to have like a, um, I'm, when I've got the wig on, I'm this. And when I've got the wig off, I'm that. Um, for some people it works really well. For me, I've just decided that like, I'm just sort of always Bev, but it depends on like what level the volume's at. <laughs> so everyone just calls me Bev. Um, but out of drag, my pronouns are he, him. And in drag, my pronouns are she, her. Love it. Easy. Love. So, question with your drag name. Mm. We so Beverly kills. Mm-hmm. So it alludes to like killing people. Mm. So how many people have you murdered? <laughs> before or after tonight? Ah, uh, before. 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 Zero. And after tonight, <laughs> one, two, three, four, five people. <laughs> so how did you choose your drag name? Um, well, I sort of landed on Beverly Kills because it is a play on the word. It's not a word, two words. Beverly Hills. Do you know yes. how and long it took me to realize that? Yeah, I've had it. <laughs> Embarrassing. Every now and then, and it will never be at a normal time. It's always like the strangest times at like 2 a.m. on a Wednesday. Someone just messages me and goes, I woke up in hot sweats and realized that your name was a pun. And I'm like, Beverly Hills <laughs> is a place in Hollywood, Los Angeles. I love it. Congratulations <laughs> for figuring it yeah, out. Yeah, and I'm a night owl, so I'll always see the message. I'm like, what the... F-? Like, I'm like, it took you that long? And I'm like, anyway. So my first drag name was Ida Kills. Ida oh, was the name of I my grandmother. This. And Kills was from the singer Natalia Kills. Natalia Kills was the singer on The X Factor. And she was like, you're an embarrassment. You look like my husband. Do you remember her? Oh, no. Oh my God. No, I there don't. Is... Like okay. Australian X Factor or like UK or something? New Zealand oh, X Factor. Oh, okay, that's very New Zealand <laughs> X Factor. So Natalia Kills, who I just loved her music. I loved the name. And I was like, well, she's being cancelled. So I will take, take her one. name because she's not using much. it. Um, and I'll put my grandmother's name, Ida. That sounds good. Um, and then over COVID, I realized that the name wasn't hidden in the same way that I wanted it to. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, look, if we have a worldwide pandemic, now is the time to like shake things up. Yeah. And I was like, Beverly Kills. I'm like, that's the, a really good drag name. I was talking to my housemate at the time, Asphyxia, who's another great drag queen, um, about what I would name like my drag child. I'm like, probably like Beverly Kills. I'm like, well, that's a better name than Ida Kills. And they're like, yeah, it, it rolls is. off the tongue. <laughs> yeah, we were on our like once a week grocery shop run when it was like early days of COVID. Remember when like going to the grocery shop was like the yeah, most terrifying. mine was Zarafas. I always went yeah. to Zarafas every morning with my roommates, and it was like our venture. And it was the most terrifying the- thing you could do. And yeah. we're like, holy fucking shit, like we are going yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. So we'd go to the shops and we would talk about that. And then I was like, wait, I need to change my name. And then once I started being able to perform again, I just was like just debuted myself as Beverly Kills I love and this. it went really well. Yeah. Wow. Where we yeah. But every now and then someone will be like, wasn't your name Ida? And I'm like, we don't talk about that. Don't talk about it. It's in the past. Yeah. I kind of just have to, at first I wanted to be like, I just pretend like she didn't exist. And I'm yeah. like, I need to embrace it. Yeah. Yeah. And how, cause how long were you doing it before? Like with the Ida Kills name? A year. Yeah. But now so, I've been Beverly for like two years. Yeah. 
So enough yeah. time, I guess you don't want to erase the past. But you just be like, "This is my new name." Yeah, this is a new one. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't, I don't, I don't hide from the past. I um, I just sort of look at it every four to six weeks and go. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I because I never knew as Ida. I only mm. have only ever seen you perform as Bev. Thank God. <laughs> that's, that's, you know, good feedback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And as Lily the Muns would say, my makeup has since improved. So I'm glad that that's what oh. you've seen as well. <laughs> Lovely. It's the new era. Mm. So good. Um, well, what was the? So you did the. F- you, <laughs> Let's have a break. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm on a, my first podcast, and I wanted to say that. <laughs> so you said that the first time you did drag was a year before COVID, so 2019. Yes. 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 Um, so how did you first get into it? What was the steps? Um, I watched a TV show called RuPaul's Drag Race, and as most drag queens in 2022, or at least this sort of, I'm going to call it this era of drag, mm-hmm. that's how most drag queens start. There's no like natural like start in the clubs and then meet some drag queens and then you become friends with them. Then you probably end up sleeping with one of them. Then you put on one of their costumes the morning after. Oh, That's how most drag queens would start. Yeah, nice. But I watched the, the show and I was, I really connected with Evie Oddly and I was like, she's oh, really period. cool. Like she's like fierce and she's, she's grungy and she's like, not like the other girls. And I kind of related to that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, cool. Like I'll try this. And you know, I spent a, a good few months in my bedroom, just like trying different makeup products. And this is a person as a boy, I was never introduced to makeup in my life. So I would just mm-hmm. buy like whatever looked colorful enough. And I'm like, this is great. The eyeshadow goes on the lip. This is fabulous. Mm. Uh, it, it doesn't go on the lips. <laughs> it's uh, really not meant to. It looks bad. Um, <laughs> and then I was like, fuck it. Like I, I have too much fun doing this. People go out and drag. I've seen people do drag shows um, and I want to do it. So mm. I just did. Yeah. And I was like, I'll just take it by the balls and go for it. Yeah. Um, my first night in drag was at an event. It's no longer in Brisbane anymore, which is a bit of a shame, but it's still in Melbourne and Sydney called Honcho Disco. It's like a very, very militantly queer mm-hmm. uh, disco night of like music. And I wouldn't even say drag, but I'd call it like queer performance art. And wow. it needs to be like aggressively queer. Otherwise there's like, there's no place for it. Okay. It's amazing. Yeah. It's a safe space to be angry and queer and disgusting and fabulous. Fun. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if I'm going to be a first-time drag queen, this is the place for me. Mm-hmm. I went and had the best time ever. Awesome. And then I just sort of kept going, did some competitions, won some competitions, lost some competitions in a very tragic style. Um, and now here I am. There we go. So I love. What was the reaction when you first started doing drag from people Were like that you know and like the public? Um, I kind of kept it secret from the people that I knew at first, to be honest, because like you i think freya had a really good point when she was on the podcast you come out to your family one time and then you if you're a drag queen you might need to come out to your family two or three times Mm -hmm. and it was the same for me like my parents knew i was gay they were chill with it took them a while to sort of understand it they were always accepting which i'm really grateful for took them a while to understand it though um and then with the drag i'm like oh they're really not gonna understand this one so i kept it a secret for as long as i could yeah um and then i was like i just need to i need to make sure that they embrace it because, you know, I have a good relationship with my parents. I'm very lucky. Yeah. Awesome. So I, may, I wanted to make sure that they were understanding and accepting. And then everyone else's opinions didn't really matter to me, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I so love cool. that. So they're I very accepting. They're amazing. They're yeah. so good. Yeah. yeah. They live in like, they live like far enough away that they don't get to see me very often. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if I've got a really, really cool, important show where they can like sit Fly down. down. Yeah. Yeah. There for <laughs> yeah. It. So yeah. if I've got like a theater show, I'm like, you have to come to this. Yeah. Um, sure. And they come, they're the best time ever. They, get really, they get really drunk. They cheer like psychopaths. Yeah. It's amazing. Thanks, yeah. Mom and Dad. Yeah. I love Mom and Dad. <laughs> so good. So your shows tend to include some kind of something, a whip, a fire, uh, a moment, if you will. 
Um, what made you decide to include that into your performance style, I suppose? Um, gosh, I kind of feel like Beverly Kills. The mm-hmm. name suggests that that's coming anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's good because a lot of people are like, oh, that's really cool. But it's like, they're not like shocked by the fact that it's there. It kind of make, it makes sense. Um, yeah, I it's don't not know. like Elle Flower coming out with a whip. <laughs> yeah, I would be I would be concerned if that happened. And I would also I be equal. Well, I'd be equally concerned if I came out in like a beautiful, like Victorian <laughs> piece and be like, what the fuck is yeah. happening? <laughs> Multiverse of madness, but it's gay. Yeah. Um, I think so- you should do that, like a swap performance God. maybe could be could be a vibe we'll see no it wouldn't <laughs> be um, <laughs> i like i paint heavy um Elle's really lucky that she has beautiful feminine features like in and out of drag mm-hmm. and i've sort of got like quite a square boyish head so i have to paint heavy otherwise if i try to do like natural glam look it's like it's quite garish mm-hmm. um but i really made a lot of friends and connections and love with like the burlesque community yeah, nice. um because i might be gay but i do love titty and mm-hmm. then i we would see some more alternative sides of burlesque and i was like oh like there's not a lot of drag queens like doing this sort of stuff and i'm like like i'll, I'll give it a crack Watch. yeah a literal crack yeah literal <laughs> crack yeah and i was I like well, well why not like i really really enjoy being able to bring that element of the drag show that people are not expecting. Yeah. The good thing about drag race is that, you know, everyone sort of sees and understands what a drag queen is. At least like, I would say like a younger generation or more liberal generation might understand what a drag queen is, Mm -hmm. but we still have the opportunity to turn that definition on its head. And I'm not saying at all, I'm changing the face of drag because I'll leave that to the amazing people. Like, like, I don't know, like I think Asphyxia is a really great example of someone who Mm -hmm. is absolutely changing drag. But I think you if are. I can like sort of steer the wheel like yeah. a couple degrees to the left, I'm like, let's That's how go that happens, way. I think it's not one person or two people who are doing so much. It's like mm. everyone joining together to like make those little, like yeah. in any community. Totally. Yeah. Like so I, cool. I think when I started, um, because I was like so inspired by people like I saw on TV, like Evie Oddly, I was like, oh my God, like I'm going to change the face of drag. And I kind of had this like quite like selfish and narcissistic mindset of my own drag being like, mm-hmm. I'm changing the space drag and no one does drag like me. And I'm like, no one does drag like you because it looks dreadful. Um, <laughs> and, and yeah, it was the, the, the eyeshadow on the lips for me. Um, <laughs> and then I was like, well, no, that's a really like narcissistic way to look at it. Drag mm-hmm. is a community sport, not a solo sport. And then I was like, well, instead of being the change, I'll just be part of the change. I'll just be mm-hmm. like, you know, people you see on like the Gold Coast and they have like the BR uh, buses and they all cycle and they push the bus. No, I've never seen that. What? No, you know, I'm trying to explain it. It's real. So people, I swear it's real. Have you seen those things and there's they're like a, they're like a little mini bus and there's like ten people sitting on the outside of the bus and they're all pedaling and it pushes I've the bus literally along. Literally never in seen this in my life. Yeah, I think so. Well, I really want to see that. But to me, that's I mean, I, drag I, because I, I everyone's understand. pushing and everyone's drinking. Yeah. Nice. Okay, I love it. Look it up. Can we edit a photo of what that is? Yeah, we'll yeah. <laughs> put it on the Instagram. image of people cycling on a bus with, and they all like drink alcohol because that's more fun. For those who are just listeners and not viewers, it'll be on the Instagram. Yeah. yeah check it out. Check it out. The yeah. bus wheel. I don't actually know what it's called. Bus. I should know. <laughs> it's like a tandem bike, but more people, right? Yeah. It's a tandem bike, but you drink and everyone, how okay. many people are on a tandem bike? Two. With like 10 But people. I'm saying like more yeah, people. Yeah, like, like t- a lot times more. that by 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. everyone's drunk and they all have seatbelts on. I want to go, go on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, fun. 
I no, I've never heard of this. I think, but I I love it. I yeah, like can we do it? Query query team yep. takes Absolutely. the bike. The query field trip. The yeah. bike. I'm down. The bike bus. I'm down. <laughs> so, since you're a listener of the podcast, I am. I love the query. I mean, <laughs> can I do a quick ad? Do sure. it. Do it. Um, I'm Beverly Kills, and I endorse the query. You should listen to it, and if you don't. You're homophobic. That's bad. Yeah. And we're not even bad. You hate gays. Yeah. <laughs> Watch it. It's good. Good Good content. So as you'd know then, Amber's spoken about her experience with religion and how it's affected her and her process of coming out and being in like the queer space. Do you see religion as a beneficial aspect to the queer community or a hindrance? I don't know. Like every now and then I will come across a queer person who has religious faith or like um, that believes in a god or has a faith sometimes faith that i've never heard of as well or sometimes mm-hmm. very very common faiths mm-hmm. and every now and then that will blow my mind because to me at least from what i know the queer experience is you get raised in a religious household and then by the time you turn like 17 18 you start questioning the world and then you reject it because you're not about hate you're about love but the more i've learned about religion especially being an adult now is that so many people have found religion and it's actually helped them find the love that they need and to me, that has just completely blown my mind. That's so interesting. I've never, I've never heard of it in that way, and that is crazy. To Do you know me. what I mean? Yeah. Well, when I like first like moved out of home and like I like let I like graduated school and I moved out of home and I started being like an, a functioning adult, I would be like, "Fuck religion!" Like I don't agree with it. Yada yada. And the more I sort of like met people and you know expanded my mindset as an adult, I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh shit!" Like religion's very well and alive, and people are in it by choice. It's not just me who experiences these. things these feelings people mm-hmm. have different experiences of religion up until the day they die it's not a thing you reject at 18 like i thought everyone else did i've just i've just kept away from it and it has made mm-hmm. my life better oh, like yeah. i've i've steered away from religion and i'm much happier without it yeah absolutely but, but it's good to, to understand totally but people have gone to religion it makes them happy yeah. so i'm yeah. like all right well whatever floats so makes you happy and you're not whatever being a dick to me then religion. fine um nice. but bible reference yeah, I don't. Well, I did go to Catholic school for thirteen years. Mm, Can I just say I was so gay in Catholic school. When I applied for school captain, they were like, "Oh, like, can't really give it to you." <gasps> but that wasn't that wasn't an issue. I sort of knew that going in. I no, was, but also no, it is an issue. No, no, no. It was it was a very known and like accepted fact. It, I don't think they did it out of means of discrimination. They did it out of means of making sure that they were having the the right people represent the school in a way that was. Visible God to the honoring. church. Visible to the church. Yeah. Have to keep that. yeah. But I still got given my title when I applied for school captain and they gave me spiritual captain. <laughs> I feel like you came I'm out like, on top. I'm like, <laughs> just, just say poofed up. Like, just say faggot. Like, uh, and I was like, and then I was like, spiritual captain. Oh my God, I love that. That's so much better than school captain. I know. I love it. Anyway, so that was like my like high school experience. And I was like, okay. And I kind of like, through that process, I actually did find a bit of faith mm-hmm. and it was funny because i was like raised in religion didn't really understand to question it and then mm-hmm. then rejected it as maybe like a 14 15 year old and then it's like a 16 17 year old i actually went back to religion yes, i was just gonna say that. a lot of gay people have a renaissance uh beyonce's new album coming out in a couple <gasps> months a lot of people have a renaissance with religion where they come back to it and they go is this for me and they either stay or they leave yeah really? i left but that's I, that, interesting i didn't know that you've like I think a lot of just, people do you know what i mean i was just gonna say that i was just gonna say it's such a journey where you grow up in this thing and it is all you ever know mm. so how do you learn to question that because it is all you've ever known from a child it's like being taught to walk or to speak it is all you have ever known is this is how the world is mm. 
and you go through that because you know you get you your parents say that this is this is the way it is and you go through that until you get to an age where you go hmm, actually uh not too sure yeah that doesn't sound right i've heard this from school and they've said that and that makes actually more sense to me yeah. and so then you go along this path of that for a while but then you kind of look back and you're like but wait a second me going through this is saying that everything i've ever learnt is wrong so maybe i need to actually do both or like maybe i need to come back to this for a second and make sure actually this isn't mm. right and i was the same i got to that point and went mm, definitely not for me i'm good mm. um and i've moved away from it too and like my parents are still super religious they go to church twice a week um my sisters my yeah my older sister still um goes i think but me and my other sister have mostly sort of steered away from it just because it's not it's not for me. Yeah. It's not for me. Yeah. Doesn't make me. Is it? Has it been related to the fact that you are queer? It ha- Yes, I think a lot of it stemmed from that. When I was way back in high school, and I was like, I'm an ally. I'm an ally for the queer community. Yeah. Um, I kept saying I would have arguments with my dad. But I was in this stage where I would be like, My God doesn't hate gay people. My God wants you to be whoever you are. Like if, my, if God put me on Earth as a queer person. He put me here. Why the? Why would he put me on earth and be like, actually, I hate you. Yeah. Uh, and you're going to burn in hell. Like, mm-hmm. I went through this stage of like, my God wouldn't do that. And then I just kind of was like, actually, I just learned about more things and like the universe and spirituality and all these other things that weren't organized religion. And I think that's where I sort of steered to. I didn't like the politics and the, the hierarchy and the organization of uh, faith. Mm. I was like, I don't like that I have to follow rules of what I believe. I want to believe what I believe. Yeah. And then I kind of veered off and to whatever else I believe in now, which is a question mark. I don't really know. Mm. Just I don't think you have to know. It is. You yeah. You don't have to know. I think the one thing that everyone has in their life is that everyone has something that they worship. Everyone has their mm-hmm. own form of religion. It just doesn't or does does may or may not have a name to it. Mm-hmm. Because when I sort of lo- like left left religion a second time i found drag mm. and that has just sort of replaced drag is your religion drag is now my religion and it's just sort of replaced it just does it's just not called religion it's just what i do yeah. it's just what i'm passionate about yeah. mm-hmm. i think um as well like your lifestyle yeah it's I, a guess, lifestyle. I guess religion for many people is a lifestyle mm-hmm. yeah people like I, i'm gonna counterpoint everyone's argument being gay is absolutely a lifestyle mm-hmm. it is a lifestyle and it's an expensive lifestyle <laughs> <laughs> and there is glitter in like the edges of all your carpets nice. mm-hmm. um and you know everyone's body stands are different when you're gay but i love this lifestyle mm-hmm. um i feel like i like i sort of found religion again because i sort of like when i became an adult i became very conscious of um it was a very like existential fear of life. Yes. And then I found religion. I'm like, oh, thank God. Calm myself down. Like there's a, a bit more comforting. And then I found drag and I was like, it's just as comforting, but it's more fun. Yeah. And I'm going to go there and yeah. I can drink at that church. Fierce. I can get yeah. fucked up. Mine was. They have vodka Red Bulls there. That's what, Good. That's what matters. <laughs> it's <laughs> the vodka Red Bulls. Yeah. yeah. Although My... the church has wine and bread, doesn't it? Depends. Shit, mine, mine, though, mine yeah, didn't. but the Wickham has like aioli peri peri chips. Yeah, you know, and pineapple I think soda. I know the winner there. Pineapple soda. Have you had the pineapple soda at the Wickham? Oh, bitch. Yeah, I need to get one. <laughs> um. Okay, so we've seen some interesting pushes for bag- bagging, banning drag shows mm. um, for minors in the US. Mm. What 
are your thoughts on this? Please do tell. It's it's baffling. It's beyond. <laughs> it is beyond ridiculous. Like. Can we state, get insight into it? So what's happening? What's the... Oh, context is uh, state of Texas has proposed, not passed, but proposed a bill. Um, I don't know from what party. I'm assuming it's the Republican Party. Texans fucking um, There has no, been a bill Texans. proposed to... Um, it's it's like... It's very specific. Mm. Um, after, maybe we can read it. We can pop, oh, pop it up on the screen. Um, but like, it's to not... Al- allow a family friendly drag event like drag is drag is allowed but with no family friendly so no drag queen story time no publicly available pride events like drag queens can't be visible in public is sort of what they're trying to like i didn't know that that's what it was Mm. what did you think it was i just thought it was like 18 plus only no children can go to things Mm. i didn't realize they were banning children friendly stuff no no no, yeah yeah. like that like you cannot have a Drag queen and a child be in the same room from like for, an, for an event. Wow! Like, you can't. Yeah, no drag queen story time. None of that. That's what mm. the... why. Why? Well, children aren't allowed in eighteen plus venues anyway. Which I understand. For good reason. Yeah, um, course, totally. But in a library, it's a bit different. Yeah, no. Because... The Nina Wests of the world that mm. are actually making really good change for children to be in, able to see that and in, be aware yeah, of... be exposed to the queer community from a young age, which I know for a fact I would have benefited from. Oh my it God, is same. Yeah, crazy to think. To but Texas is the, I mean, just when we're talking about religion, like it's the Bible belt, right? Like it's yeah. the whole. It is. They just want to keep that. Con- they're very conservative, which I'm not saying is good at all, but I'm, I'm not surprised that a ban like that it's is insane. happening. But it's, it's like the abortion. Personally, ban. yeah. It's very interesting though that they aren't bringing out bills to protect children in schools with gun control but they are protecting children yeah. from drag performers yeah it just it just was dreadful timing considering there was a mass shooting involving exclusively children yes um which is and horrible rupaul said it best i think he said it on jimmy jimmy fallon jimmy kimmel one of the jimmies saying like <laughs> this was he's like this is just the biggest distraction from like the most horrible yeah debate yeah and you're using drag queens and rupaul was like not my fucking drag queens you're not using them and I agree, like, it's, mm. it's sad. It's very sad. It, it is sad. It frustrates me. Um, What's your art form It's almost well? like, it's almost disappointed but not surprised, is how I feel. Yes and yes. It's really frustrating. It's really frustrating. Um, I can't even articulate, like, mm-hmm. what I'm thinking in my head, and it is just pure rage at this point, because... Yep. It, I don't take it personally. I, I I do not consider myself a family-friendly drag queen. And I know that and I, I understand that. Mm-hmm. But but they do exist. I, as a child, would absolutely love to have seen a family-friendly drag queen. Mm-hmm. It's frustrating to me as well that it will come. it comes down to a conservative's idea of someone's gender and that is enough to deter them from are adding to their child's like enrichment. People have all the time, like you were having a, a fairy princess party for our five-year-old daughter. Um, and we have like a person and they come and they dress up as a fairy. Um, or Snow White or Rapunzel or they are whoever. Basically drag queens. Sorry. They are drag queens. Like they're putting on wigs, makeup and mm-hmm. lashes. 
So I'm pretending is, to be someone else. It is the conservative's mindset and the conservative obsession of what is between someone's legs. And that is all it's really brought to, really, because if it was like uh, fairy princess story time, um, I don't think we'd be having this no, that's issue. The, that's the underlying issue. Then. No, mm. yeah. And it's, 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 it's confusing and it's frustrating um, that uh, the conservative mindset is that like, oh, you know... Um, People are always about labels and it's confusing to children. I'm like, you're the one that's obsessed with the labels, miss ma'am. Like, yeah. you, like that is confusing to children to say like, oh, like this fairy princess, you can't, uh, you can't enjoy their story time because they have a penis. Mm-hmm. But you that's, wouldn't even know about like, why does the child need to know? Yeah. Like, like they, child! they are the, if up. anything, the innocence should be like, you are, you are taking their innocence away yeah. from them by allowing them. I was that just going to say, they are the ones making it sexual or yes. making it making it about genitalia by having that conversation it yeah. doesn't need to be that children don't know no, they don't they know care. they don't know they don't care they don't know they don't care they, they're a child they don't have that part of their brain that's developed yeah. to understand that and yet. it comes back to literally what i was just no. saying before about when you are brought up away it is all you know and if that is all they know they don't care yeah. like and i'll say as well I, I will say i use the word penis but i'm not saying that like only men are drag queens mm-hmm. but unfortunately the conservative mindset is that's that only men is, are drag queens yeah. so that's that's why it's frustrating because you don't have the the fairy princess parties being banned i don't know it's Do frustrating you think what fuels your passion for it is like you would have loved to see that as a Fuck. kid yes you think, are you why kidding? are we still yeah. making this a thing now are you kidding oh my god yeah like my coming out process was pretty great there are thousands of people who have a very different story to me mm-hmm. And that is, that is sort of, that is who I'm angry for. That's who I'm really, really angry for. Yeah, it's not even for yourself. It's not like, fuck you, I can't perform. No, it's, it's, it's these not. children. That I'm missing out. Absolutely. Yeah. And like, I don't know. It's making was, it such a political issue. Yeah, I don't know. I saw a fabulous, um, like, it's not news, but it was like some Twitter statement, but it was correct. Mm-hmm. It was like a uh, number of um, children harmed in mass shootings, this many. Number of children uh, molested or harmed in churches, this many. <laughs> number of children molested and harmed at drag shows, zero. You're like, yeah. oh, you're like that's actually like, quite true. That's really interesting how that works. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, and I'm like, well, you know, if you look at statistically... I don't think it's just, I don't think, I don't think the USA is unfortunately, I don't think it runs like they that. No, at no, no, they're no, looking no, no. At, They're looking at the word Religion of God. And conser- yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it's, specifically in those areas, like in Texas, like that's, it's just. They're yeah. literal, we're trying to make a giant conversation. We're trying to make this giant topic into like a quick five minute conversation. There's yeah. also like a lot of nuance missing. Correct. Yeah. But basically I'm really angry and Overall, it is, it's, it's ridiculous. It is. I will happily debate at length any person who disagrees mm-hmm. because I can usually be like, Oh, I can understand why mm-hmm. you think this. I can understand maybe a conservative mindset of this part of um, legislation. This is like the one thing where I'm like, this makes it zero literally sense doesn't to me. make sense. It makes zero sense to me. Yeah. yeah. It makes zero sense to me. I don't know if you know this, but in Brisbane, uh, I believe before COVID it was before COVID mm-hmm. um, an amazing um, Southeast Queensland performer, Diamond Goodrum. She had a drag queen story at the time she was just pleasantly reading to children and it was protested people came and they crashed the drag queen story time and scared the kids so while diamond's just being the amazing person she is reading to children it was it was um what is it when you go somewhere and you interrupt it uh, like 
gate crushed yep. by protesters. Um, and what's the harmful thing there? Yeah, I was like, I'm like, well, yeah. the children are going to be traumatized by one part of that day, and it's not the drag queen yeah. reading the hungry caterpillar. Like it's, yeah. it's really frustrating. That's insane. It's really frustrating. That it's story just disappointing. If you don't know the story, like look more into it. There is there's a quite sad ending which we won't go into on the podcast, but mm-hmm. like it ends dreadfully, and that sad ending is again proving my point that queer kids need queer representation otherwise they go down a path that is the opposite of positive fun and happy you get one life like i don't understand why you'd be like wanting to lead it with hate and anger like Mm -hmm. it just seems like a waste of time yeah what a waste of time like this is your one life like why would you waste it being being so so angry just so angry that's so well don't be impressed i'm like i'm trying to have a party yeah and like if the kids want to have a nice time watching the drag queen let them watch the drag queen i will say this is not an ad for you to tell me to come to your local library and read to the children because (laughs) i don't want to i don't want to see a child but there are plenty of drag queens that are more than happy to add to these the enrichment of these like amazing kids that are our future exactly we don't it's just not me i don't want to i don't want to see your child and it's not even just like ignorance. Like it would help actual queer children to sit there and go, I'm not alone. And I didn't mm. have that moment until I was 20, and a lot 20 of people don't, right? 21 years totally. old. You where go I, out into that scene and you can see that. I like, watched, you when you're younger? I watched yeah. Drag Race and I went to a queer space and went, oh, I'm not an ally. These are my people. Hmm. This I makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. I am a queer. <laughs> um, and if we can do that for children when they're five years old mm. or younger or whenever, mm. it just makes their whole life so much easier because they know their place. Yeah. They don't have to spend 20 years of their life going, where do I fit in? I actually don't know mm. because I haven't been exposed to this area of totally. the world. Like, Let drag story time happen. Yeah. This is the protest. It is frustrating. <laughs> um, I think the main thing as well is that what people are forgetting is that this is, it's just, it is just homophobia disguised as trying to protect children. Yeah. People, people will always go to think of the children, even when gay marriage, they're like, but what about like, if they want to have kids? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, but we're talking about, we're talking about marriage. Yeah. yeah. What, what have kids got to do with this? Yeah. Anyway. Um, Those so are me, just so intertwined. Yeah. Like you, get married, you have kids. They're like, you need like a positive role model of both parents. I'm like some kids don't even have one or either. So I'm like, but and also, also an insult to like women who just can't have, was that what you're going to say? Who yes. just can't have kids. Mm. Like what if I got married and I just didn't want to fucking have a child because I want money. I want to go travel. Like, yeah. Or you, no one question. Well, people do question that, no. but no one questions it as much as they do in like, yeah. Queer yeah. relationships. Yeah. As well recently, what was the other thing the conservatives were mad about? Lightyear, the new Buzz Lightyear film from because Disney. Because there's a, a it got banned in China Is there a and stuff. Same sex kiss between two women. Two women. I believe. Yeah, and it's so a second, a two, second. Yeah, and it's like, from what I've read, I haven't seen the film, from mm. what I've read, it's just like, it's a minor, like, not even part of the plot. It's just no. like a brief, like, I don't know. A peck. It's a brief, it's a brief part of the plot that doesn't really matter. Mm. Um, and some people are like, oh, like, they're shoving it down our throat, but I'm like, to conservatives, gay people kissing is worse than like a straight couple, like having full frontal sex yeah. on camera yeah. but and also, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like I can think of one thing that is more harmful to children and it's not the, the two wives little, having a kid pet like what yeah but can we also talk about Sleeping Beauty which is a non consensual yes. kiss mm. where he kisses a passed out woman bestiality like yeah, hello the beast. like there's Fucked so many up. other Disney films that are promoting so many like so much worse than a same sex kiss no but that's but too, like it's a woman and a man it doesn't matter <laughs> It's just... Disgusting. I don't know. 
I didn't understand. I, I've genuinely, I think from, to protect myself, I've never sat down with like a person who was against that sort of thing and like tried to understand it. Oh, it's my dad. Hi. I'll chat with him. <laughs> I'll have a chat with him. Um, but like it's, it's, I've just never tried, I've never had the energy to sit down with someone and I, I kind of want to, but I unfortunately they are under the impression that they are under attack. So yes. they don't bring up their opinions, uh, in front of other no. people, they bring it up online. Absolutely. When I was in university, okay. like I went to a like kind of conservative university and it would be funny because like I would talk about, um, my experience. I wouldn't bring up being gay, but I brought up being in a gay club and no one said anything uh, in person, but then on our like Slack chat, um, I had a very snide comment, um, that what I brought up was inappropriate. And I was like, Oh, interesting. Yeah. And I was like, why do you have the guts to tell me in person? I think it's because they are under the impression that they are being like edged out of society, which I don't think is true. I'm happy to embrace everyone in society, mm-hmm. but like, that's oh, kind of we um i don't I, I, yeah i was I, just i, I, I don't just gonna uh, embrace most stable-minded people yeah. in society well we talked um, about that with erica uh we had a guest on um and mm. they were saying about like game culture and how a lot of like cis het white men feel like they're being pushed out of their culture that they've had for so long because like queer games are coming in oh God, and it's I like you pushed out of a culture that would be really have, bad yeah. You can That'd be so have bad. Both. You know, you don't. Period. It's not pushing one thing out just because you're living your life the way you want to. Yeah, there's room for everyone. And it was never, it was never a straight club. Like, there's no definition. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right. Yeah. Just because that's the traditional, you know. And I think Erica also talked about being around for um, so long doesn't mean anything. Erica mm. also talked about the left-handed thing and how being left-handed people like children used to get it beaten out of them you weren't mm. supposed to be left-handed mm. you had to write with your right hand and when people those rules went away the statistics, the, the statistics like skyrocketed yeah. for left-handed people and they were like there's so many of them and then it plateaued and it kind of just mm. is what it is now mm-hmm. and that is the same for trans i think they said trans people mm. where this statistic oh like there's like a correlation has, in like a, yeah. has skyrocketed but eventually it's just going to plateau because these people always existed yeah, totally. they just were shunned or you know killed yeah. horribly I've, or i um, you know. i love like gay history not like like obviously I, I love modern gay history um especially during pride month like i always learn something Period. new about like like pride in the past 100 years mm-hmm. but like uh when i was in university one of my subjects was like journalism throughout the ages and it was it goes back to like like the year 500 you know yeah. and i was learning about like queer icons throughout history like alexander the great Power bottom. Hmm. Love it. You know what I mean? Like love. What's your opinion on, you know, when people like conservative people, I guess, say like, oh, the only reason that there's so many transgender people and gay people now is because it's like a woke culture. Oh, like, um, because I guess woke culture, like culture. They say people only do this because it's cool to be that. It's very cool to be gay. It is. Join the club. I will say. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I am very cool When I walk through Fortitude Valley In full drag I'm the coolest bitch On that fucking strip Because I guess That's the whole thing Like is it I have no, I, I don't think yeah. I have sim- I don't think I have Sympathy to it Because I did spend So long on the outer So now that I mm. have found a place Where I'm celebrated I'm like okay Well not my problem Yeah Yeah Cool So I have noticed That there Are sort of like A lot of New queens Coming through Brisbane They tend to be Really young mm. Like 18 19 20 Yeah years old do you think drag sort of has an expiration date is is it an ageist 
industry, I mm. guess, is what I'm trying to ask. God, I think every... I don't think... Industry term of ageism is kind of hard to say because I don't feel a lot of drag queens have, like, lost drag work because of their age mm-hmm. before they decide to go, it's time for a change. Right. Like... I've already thought I'm like, I'm a very like mobile performer. I'm very aware that I live in a 21 year old body. I'm not going to be able to do that forever. And I'm at peace with that. I have accepted that, but I'll utilize it while I've got it. So I can look back and look back and go, I did that. That's camp. Right. But I'm like, Oh, I'm I'm not going to have this body forever. Um, I'm not going to be able to do all this stuff forever. I'm not going to be able to like, party as hard like you know yeah. like I, I, quickly. I like to have a long fun night like why mm-hmm. not especially when I get to travel um I always make sure that I stay late and I meet every single person in the club or the queens or the queers and just have a good time and then I feel really sorry for myself at 8 a.m when I'm in Adelaide airport vomiting my guts out getting that big KFC feed. <laughs> I don't know what that's like um <laughs> never before yeah I'm going I'm going to Sydney on Saturday and I'm like I just know Sunday morning's gonna be a rough one <laughs> you gotta do it you have to do it you gotta. but going back to the question though that drag Drag has an expiration date because everything has an expiration date. Like, sure. um, as Raja has said on Drag Race, we're all going to fucking die. Roger. And that is fine. Mm-hmm. That's fine because you can then just embrace the trajectory that life puts you on. Yeah. And I think it's amazing. So I've already been like, okay, I'm like, I'm not going to be able to do all this like crazy, silly stuff forever. Um, what could I do when I don't have the ability to? So I've recently been learning how to DJ. I see. I love this. (laughs) My new skill is DJ. I love the narrative of drag queen to DJ. I love that. Trixie has been doing that where she's DJing a lot. And I'm obsessed with that. I saw her set. She put it on YouTube over COVID. It's good. I was like, I'm doing that. This is 10 minutes of perfection. I I did DJing first. You can't do it because I did it first. That's what drag queens do. (laughs) Drag queens are very like, I wore blonde hair and she wore blonde hair after me. She's copied me. Please. DJ, it's really fun. Um, yeah. Well, Beyonce's new song came out today, and I like. Did I listen to it before? You don't know Beyonce. Dropped- I wasn't here. You weren't here. You weren't here Beyonce but we did. literally dropped it. Yep, new song. I've been at work all day. Yeah. Okay, right I work now. with. I work and not with too much because copyright. Yeah, like here's a one second snippet. Yep. Boom. Um, but um, Beyonce's song is so good, and so I added it to the DJ list, obviously. Nice. Um, but yeah, it's about um, it's about upskilling. You mm-hmm. know, like when I worked at McDonald's. I as the more you work there, you, you get more skill and you learn. I'm a Macca's girl. Thing. Yeah, me too. What was your first job? Kmart. Everyone has one. Everyone Kmart. has one. It's yeah, McDonald's, it's Kmart, it's yeah. KFC. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're lucky, it's like a retail fashion. Like You might be lucky. Like a like an alley fashion. Oh, like that's or, bougie. Or like, yeah. oh, what was ice? Ice. ice oh, oh, or ice. um, what was the jewelry ice. place called? Lavisa. Lavisa. No, 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 no. Diva. Diva. Diva was Lavisa. Oh my god, sponsored was by it? Diva. No, Does that exist Lavisa anymore? was Diva. Yeah, it was. Was it? Diva. It was. Diva <gasps> rebranded. Yeah. Period. This is brand new information. Mm, I love it. Yeah. JJ's. Remember, my friend, we were both thirteen. I had to get a job at McDonald's, and he got a job at Platypus, and I was That's so really embarrassing. Jealousy. Platypus is like the thirteen and working at Platypus, and wow. I was like, "You are a must cool have been really good with shoes." Kid. I guess. And then I was there, like fucking working at McDonald's, and yeah, slaving away. I really showed him when I took the literal. career role of crossdresser. Burn God. marks on my arm from my Macca's days. Yeah, I always smelled like Rough. oil. I had terrible acne yeah. from the oil and the grease. Preaching my to the choir. Insane. Preaching to the choir. The worst. What was the question? <laughs> Let's take a break. 
What was the question? Um, we're talking about ageism. Expiration date. Expiration oh date. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I genuinely don't think, and I'm speaking at this, speaking from this as people, people might call a younger drag queen. Sorry, I'm a younger drag queen. I'm not going to put that in quotation marks. I fully mm-hmm. am. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not. I'm not blind to um, the privileges that I get to enjoy. Um, I'm also not blind to the setbacks I might have to have as well because um, the. I knew I learn new things like every single day mm-hmm. and I grow a thicker skin every day and I become more business savvy every day. Um, but again, everyone has to sort of make those mistakes. Like I said before, everyone starts a new job and they have yep. to make a thousand mistakes in the first day and they go home and they cry in their car. Again, that's never been me, no, but so. yeah. um, you are fully allowed to make mistakes mm-hmm. and you are, should be growing. Mm. So I think the really, really, really beautiful and exciting thing about drag is that you should always be growing. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing that excites me more than seeing what a drag queen's next move is. Yeah. Drag queens might become event producers. They might become DJs. They continue performing. They can become teachers and mentors or they can just keep performing because I really don't think that like to be a drag queen, you need to be a certain age. doing fucking cartwheels all around the stage. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I would rather not see that. Mm. Um, drag has an expiration date like any art form or career does but I don't think it limits your abilities. I don't think it limits drag. It just limits your abilities and what you can do. And I'll also say that it also, as you get older, opens you up to different types of skills as well. Because I don't think I know a lot of comedy queens at 21 years old, Mm -hmm. but I can name a lot of queens who are freaking hilarious, 30, 40, 50, 60, because they've got the life experiences and they've learned enough to back up that quick wit that yeah. every, I think, good drag queen should have. So I absolutely look up to those queens that have yeah. learned the skill over years and years and years of being a host. Because that is so hard. It because is. when I first got given <laughs> I a microphone, never. I was like, hi, everyone. Are we having a good night? I want to hear you make some noise. <laughs> and then I'll do the thing that every drag queen does, which was, that wasn't good enough. Let me hear you scream. And everyone's like, woo. So I fully look up to those queens mm-hmm. that have been able to foster that skill over years and years and years and years and years and years. And that's a privilege yeah. that they get to enjoy. Yeah. 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 It sort of goes both ways. Interesting. Love. Yeah. Yeah. So who in the drag community, locally, globally, worldwide, mm. around the world, mm. inspires you? I think that worldwide queens get enough recognition as it is. We'll give back to the local girls. Yeah. Um, I started drag because I watched slaying mantis win the starlet finale in 2019 period the slang Ma- i watched the slang Excellent mantis performance. and i was like i want to do that mm-hmm. nice so the slang mantis mm-hmm. to me is like the the blueprint of like a really cool drag artist mm-hmm. um what's their kind of vibe uh ooky spooky but also sexy and also which beverly kills is definitely on that yeah level. you've definitely yeah, yeah taken that spooky, on with sexy, like the, yeah yeah choreography dancer yeah. trained dancer i'm pretty sure not a trained dancer no, they're no, no. a trained dancer <laughs> mantis mantis is a trained dancer oh, i'm making it out myself lol um, <laughs> not a trained dancer. but um yeah for me like the slang mantis um i remember watching my like my first like over 18 drag show I saw it was actually at Fluffy which is ironic because I now work there mm, Volleyball was hosting and again going back to that thing she was just the most electrifying yeah. host and like most people have probably seen in Brisbane has seen Volley host and she is her microphone skills are unmatched like yeah. she just has this energy that commands every single person in the room and you can't teach that Volley yeah. just has it and she's got it yeah. and I'm jealous of the bitch because yeah. she does Yeah, um, Volley was the first queen that I ever saw mm. perform in Melbourne mm. Um, Volley was in Melbourne. What was she doing in Melbourne? She was hosting 
a show yes. like a tour one of the yes like a drag fest or something. yeah oh, yeah cool. and it and was again, so good commands the entire room yep. in 0.5 seconds yep. incredible Imagine incredible that skill mm-hmm. that is she's so cool. very know, good she's absolutely like worked on that because she's very good i'm just like blowing steam up Lolly's ass now hi girl <laughs> um but she's absolutely cultivated that skill as yep. a businesswoman an artist a, a comedian like she's just done all these things to get her to that point That's and awesome. mm-hmm. i really look after her for it yeah um and that same night i also saw uh luna thick's debut at fluffy as well stop yeah that it, is now, so again, cool I run it because then i got to share my debut with her and yeah it just, it's, it's all a big full circle moment i love that but i hadn't even started drag yet and i was like watching it and it was luna thick crimson coco and evangeline they were doing thick shake which is like their we just trick. saw them all at rhythmology yeah. the oh night. rhythmology was so amazing good. if you missed tickets to rhythmology you're a pleb um yeah now it's close so you can't yeah i think they do it once every six months but oh, really? i can't confirm that Interesting. yeah it was um, amazing i saw luna thick and just was like because again, Everything. my idea of drag was just from what I saw on TV. Yeah. And then I got to see Thick Shake and I was like, oh my God, this is Wait. drag. And I was like, I guess it is drag. Thick and then shake. by the end of the show, I was like, whoa, that's, I'm doing yeah. that's drag. I am obsessed with Thick Shake. Mm. I, there, was, there was a moment in time where I was going to be a queen. I never did like, never did anything about it, but I grew up a dancer. Yeah. So trained dancer, competitively danced. Wait, for- you were going to be a drag queen? Yeah. That I thought about it. So cool. I thought about it for a long that. time because I, I would like to see it. Please do it. I can't sing. I'm not a singer, but I competitively dance for. And that's a shame because every drag queen is such a good singer. Well, no, I just <laughs> meant like I, I've always wanted to perform and I couldn't do it vocally. <laughs> um, but I danced my whole life competitively. Almost my whole life. I stopped in when I graduated high school, so a little while ago now. Hmm. Um, and I watched Thick Shake and I went, oh. Oh, shit. Oh, so yeah. there are dancers. Cool, 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 cool. That's so um, cool. And then I just thought about it and was like, uh, like it was that moment of like, if you're too scared to do it, it's not for you. Mm. And I think I had- Yeah, oh, I, fuck yeah. Yeah, I had that moment of like- They have that unmatched I, confidence. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I am too scared to do this and I just don't think I, I can. Watch. Yeah, I will sit here and but watch and, learn the and hoot and holler. You do know that this is a series of you becoming a drag queen. <gasps> I think it's- The query is an accidental hey anthology guys. series of you turning into a hey drag queen. So she ready. thought she was an ally and she was a queer. <laughs> and then she thought she was an audience <laughs> member, but she was actually the queen. <laughs> every, well, every single drag queen has had that storyline. Every single drag queen was a patron first. Interesting. There um, was no drag queen that just became a drag queen and was never an audience yeah, member. Yeah, you have to be yeah. watching. Interesting. Just saying. Do you know what I mean though? Like, yeah, I think a lot of people have that. I'm like, oh, I could never do that. I'm like, you 100,000% can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Just do it. Um, other queens I look up to. Um, I look up to a lot of the queens where they do things that I could never do. Mm-hmm. So like the comedy queens and the like the mixed queen. When I say mixed queens, like they make their performance is like the comedy act. So like uh, friend of the pod, Lula Mans. I think mm-hmm. BB Gunn is one of the funniest people in the world and also like a top tier human recently featured on, I think, NRMA Insurance's Stop. Instagram page. Yeah, I was very fierce. I was, like, I was like, go BB. Yeah, because she did, Um, she like helped all these queens and like queer artists oh, like yes, pay yes, their yes. bills. Um, pay the bills. Yeah, yeah, it no, was I, so fierce. I and I, was, and yeah. I saw it and I was like, I'm oh, finally getting the recognition she deserves. Maybe yes. about a year and a half too late, but that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, like Lulu, BB, Volley, uh, Mandy's Patience on the Sewing Machine is something oh. I like cannot get enough I am Mandy Moobs such a Mandy Moobs stan like it's ridiculous I am the biggest Mandy Moobs stan where I feel like I've gone to a lot of shows and it's gotten to the point where I'm quite friendly with a lot of the queens and so when I watch them I'm like yes that's my friend or like you know whatever 
But when I go to a Mandy moves here, I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> it's Mandy, yeah, and yeah. I still like have that like Iconic. exciting like fangirl moment when mm-hmm. I see her because I love her so much, yeah. so good. Mandy's sort of turned into like a like an accidental mentor for me, and she would hate I to admit that. that. She's gonna watch this back and be like, I'm not your fucking mentor. <laughs> fuck you, like, fuck off. You, lo- you fucking loser. But yeah. she she has, and I, I tell her, I tell cute. her all the time, and yeah, yeah she's a great. I feel school. what number episode are we up to? I don't know. Do we, six is six. What? Uh, oh six. Oh Am I right? <laughs> I feel like six for six episodes of mentioning Mandy Moves. Has she been mentioned? And everyone? or the yeah, Hemingbird. A lot. Yeah. A lot of Hemingbird. Yeah, literally every, Hemingbird. I think literally every episode. Yeah. That I love. People love you. <laughs> I could just list like every drag queen that I love in Brisbane. The first one that comes to mind that I haven't mentioned is Scarlet Fever. Oh, yes. Um, electrifying entertainer. So funny. Excellent. Queen of the makeup brush. Love her. Um... There's just too many coming to mind, and I feel like people are just going to start getting offended if I don't. Yeah, yeah you can't so think I'm too many. Yeah. I'm going to leave it at that. Well, and if I say any more, then. We can segue from that, from this discussion, into what makes you most proud to be queer. Uh, I would dare say that I don't think I'm very. My pride in myself as a drag queen does not come from being queer, it comes from being myself. Like, I feel like my connection to like my queerness is. natural mm-hmm. in and what i mean by that is like i'm not saying that someone else's is like fake um but i do drag because to me that's like my resting state sure like i went away to canada for a few weeks with my partner for his brother's wedding and when i got back i was like i need to get into, i need to get into drag i don't care if i'm paid to do it or not i need to get into drag mm-hmm. right now and the second i got to sit down for the gig i was like and that was the moment. That was a moment there where I was like, "Okay, I'm in. I'm doing the right job. This yeah. is the place I'm meant to be." Um, so my pride in that sort of comes from like just knowing that, you know, I'm just doing me. Gorgeous. Oh, cool. I feel like did I just finish the podcast? I feel like- well, well, well. We're gonna ask you if you have anything to plug. Any. You know, shows, events, things coming yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, when's this getting released? Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, <laughs> Fluffy is every week at Cloudland. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is. Uh, it's I, the well, religion. I, it's the church. That is gay church. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is where <laughs> myself, Volley Levant, Scarlet Fever, Luna Thick, Mandy Moves, and our fabulous dancers Nick Jarrett and Ashley all come together. Oh, to that was do how many times? Gay said that? shit. A lot of times. Um, every single Sunday at Cloudland, the event is called Fluffy. Shows are from nine thirty with doors at eight o'clock. Uh, produced by DJ Harry K. It's a fabulous event. We just again, if you are a gay person or an ally, you are welcome to come and it's enjoy. Very fun. Um, I'm just, just maybe follow the Instagram. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instagram's at the Beverly kills. I've never, so got, to, happening on I've never got to be on a podcast and plug my social media. <laughs> um, yeah. Insta- You've um, lost your podcast virginity. Yeah, I was going to say, I remember my first time. You've on Instagram at the Beverly kills. Um, it's at the Beverly kills.com.au. And we've also got, I don't know, dot au. Just the Beverly kills.com. Oh. Uh, email is hello at the Beverly Kills if you want to book me yeah, um, to perform at your birthday, wedding, or funeral. So that brings us. No oh, left in that glass. <laughs> there is nothing. There's a droplet. Little, Do we? Um, so we've come to the end. This is the end of the pod. Oh, no. oh, thank so you so sad. much for coming on. To yes. the thank pod. you for having me. Thank, thank you for letting me come on as it well. Has thank been you for letting actually us take your virginity. So much fun. Your podcast virginity. It's been the best. Um, do you know who the next guest is? Because maybe I can like plug them. We do, but it's a secret squirrel. Okay, secret? secret squirrel. Okay. Yeah, well, I think it is. Okay, yeah, yeah, secret. Yeah, for the, it's for a the secret. Listeners. We'll tell you after.
well, Secret yeah, we've got a few lined up. They can actually. plug themselves when oh, they're here. Yeah, they will. That was, that was <laughs> That's all good. Um, what? Gorgeous. Okay, clink. Let's go clink. We just go clink. Oh, thanks for watching. Okay, bye. bye. bye.